0: Greetings, Commanders. Thank you so much for joining us on this very special revealed stream. Fleet Carrier News Digest, 2nd of April 3306. We watched the live stream, so you don't have to. And in this week's news... The Fleet Carrier Announcement was announced. Fleet Carrier Announcement announced. Brewer Corporation tonight gave quite a lot more information about the new fleet carriers, ships that they describe as a mobile base of operations, offering services including the three R's – reload, refuel and repair, commodity storage and, for the first time, the ability to trade directly with other commanders. Luke Betterton of Brewer Corporation and Dav Stott of the Pilots' Federation fielded questions from investigative reporter Stephen Benedetti. What did we find out? The new Drake-class fleet carriers can be bought at one of 12 fleet carrier vendors, based in starports next to the manufacturing facility, all in industrial systems near the heart of the Empire Federation and Alliance. They are mobile docking platforms for the owner and, if they want, their friends, their squadron or, optionally, anyone at all. Commanders with notoriety can be prevented from docking. At their most basic, fleet carriers offer 25,000 tonnes of storage space. If you want to hoard a commodity, well... Now you can. Commanders who make their money through trading can now invite other commanders to trade with them through the Fleet Carrier. The Fleet Carrier owner can list some of the stored commodities for sale, or they can list items they want, and visiting commanders can buy and sell against those for sale and wanted lists. There are two separate markets, one for legitimate goods and one for the benefit of pirates and scavengers, a secure warehouse for storing, buying and selling stolen goods. The owner can use this trading to offset the running costs of their carrier, or even to make a profit, by charging a percentage markup on all transactions. For explorers, fleet carriers offer the ability to jump 500 light-years every two hours. Are you unsure whether to take your Anaconda or your Crate Phantom exploring? Why not take both? The fleet carrier fuel tank holds 1,000 tonnes of tritium fuel, which is just enough to allow two consecutive 500 light-year jumps. You can buy tritium fuel from some starports, and other commanders can donate tritium via the depot, but if you take a few ships kitted out from mining surface and subsurface deposits from icy asteroids, you should be able to keep your ship fuelled and jumping its maximum range every two hours. If you kept up that rate of jumping continuously, you could move your fleet carrier 42,000 light years in a week, which certainly puts the gnosis to shame. Even better, the massive jump range finally offers explorers the chance to jump to some of those really out-of-the-way stars on the very fringes of the galaxy that have until now remained tantalisingly out of reach. You do not need to be on your carrier to order it to jump. You could be on the other side of the galaxy. As long as it has enough tritium, you can order your crew to make the jump. If you have a system map for the destination system, you can even choose what stellar body you want the carrier to enter orbit around. Fleet carriers cannot enter permit-locked systems, not even if the owning commander holds that permit. Explorers should note that there does not appear to be an option to host a universal cartographic service on a fleet carrier, nor does there appear to be a missions board. However. In addition to the basic services of Crew Lounge, the Tritium Depot for fueling the ship, the Commodities Market and the Owner's Carrier Management interface, there are optional services that come at extra cost. The Black Market is one such service as is Advanced Ship Maintenance, which allows you to rearm, refuel and repair visiting spaceships, and a Redemption Office that lets you cash in vouchers in a manner similar to the Interstellar Factor. You can also fit a shipyard and outfitting, and you can choose what sorts of ship and modules you will stock, by theme and by quality. For example, you can stock multi-role, explorer, combat, combat trader and cargo ship types, some of which come in basic and advanced options. For example, the Advanced Trading Ship Pack includes Lakon Type 6, 7 and 9, for which you must pay up front but you can choose to sell them to the other commanders at a markup. The shipyard takes up a considerable chunk out of your 25,000 tonne storage, so if you fit a shipyard, you're losing a lot of warehousing. If you have a shipyard and outfitting, other commanders can store their ships and modules on your fleet carrier, and they'll travel around the galaxy on your carrier. Should you ever sell your carrier, other commanders' assets will be safely moved To a nearby facility. Fleet carriers are not cheap to buy or run, starting at 5 billion credits, plus a weekly basic maintenance fee of 10 million credits, with additional costs for extra services and maintenance fees following every jump. These fees, which are paid weekly from the fleet carrier's own bank account, which the owner may need to top up from his personal account, cover the cost of running the services, the cost of crew and the cost of putting right anywhere and tear. Nonetheless, a canny fleet carrier operator should be able to turn a profit, especially when supplying other services to visiting commanders. In order to save money, the owner can choose to turn off services temporarily. They will still incur a weekly fee, but it will be much reduced. To completely remove a service, the carrier must be returned to a system with carrier maintenance facilities. If a commander fails to keep up his maintenance payments, the debt collector calls on Thursday mornings. If a commander is very, very behind on his payments, his ship may be sold to pay off his debts, and he will be reimbursed with the remaining funds from the sale once wear and tear has been taken into account decommissioning takes a week during which stored ships and modules may be transferred to other facilities. If a fleet carrier is in an inhabited system, the system authorities will send patrol ships to ensure no illegal activities are taking place. If everything seems to be in order, they will eventually learn to trust the carrier and step down the level of patrols. It is perfectly possible for a carrier to be held in high regard in the Empire but to be public enemy number one in the Federation. Fleet carriers will not be right for every commander. They are a big commitment, and balancing the books will require work, whether the income is from charging other commanders for services or from good old-fashioned mining. Even if you choose not to own one, they are about to become a common sight in the galaxy, a bit like corner shops, charging a little extra but much more convenient. How long will it take the fuel rats and the hull seals to install repair and refuel facilities at Beagle Point? The possibilities seem endless. Opportunities to test drive your personal fleet carrier begin on Tuesday, the 7th of April, with carriers available to purchase in early June. And that's this week's fleet carrier news. Fleet Carrier News – we read the details, so you don't have to.